baseball, hockey, and soccer knowledge you could ever need. This is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. For the final time, it's us. I'm McLean, joined as always by Cy, by Will, and by Creed. How are we, fellas? Doing pretty good, McLean. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Might help if we turned uh, yeah, Will and Creed's mics that on. Yeah, do, that does help a little bit. I'm feeling good. Uh, a bit sad, but you know, all good things got to come to an end, and you know, we might as well. We've, I think we've had a pretty good time here, wouldn't you guys say? Definitely. Definitely. Last yeah. couple of years have been great. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this show, and uh, very thankful f- for the time being able to do this for four years, even though one year was kind of like really short. Yeah. But, yeah. One year was short. One year didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Well, we had a really solid, easy two and a half years. Uh, of high school, so that was pretty nice. True. Um, this is a sports show, y'all. You want to talk sports? Yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, who wants to go first? We're gonna play the four and four. I guess or five and five. I guess everyone have something. I got it. We might as well start off with the most important sport. Uh, let's go. Hockey. Uh. <laughs> so uh, NHL playoffs underway. Colorado Avalanche completed the sweep over the Edmonton Oilers 4 to nothing uh which actually was a pretty eventful series despite the end Edmonton almost rallied a comeback in the final game uh going three unanswered in the second but unfortunately were unable to close it out against Edmonton or against Colorado I'm sorry uh once again as the Oilers fall short of their goals despite having two of the best players in the league uh more questions will be brought up in the offseason of what's the problem with this team and will McDavid stay uh, personally, I think it's the goaltending and also the defense, uh, and that is really questions that they are going to have to like look inside as an organization and answer themselves. In Tampa, the Lightning rallied back against the Rangers to to take a 2-1 deficit, which is not amazing. Um, they'll play the fourth game tonight, and they will hopefully look to even up the series against the Rangers, who went 2-0 in home. That is all for hockey. We'll hand it over to McLean for baseball. Yeah, baby. So if you missed the Mariners game last night, you missed an important one. Your Seattle Mariners got involved in a benches-clearing brawl in Houston after Ty France got hit by a pitch that almost went behind him. Uh, Later, Houston's pitcher, Hector Neris, was uh, ejected for throwing a ball at Eugenio Suarez's head. Um, You you hate to see hotheads like that get on an MLB pitching mound. Like, you're throwing 100-mile-an-hour projectiles. You'd kill someone like that. But... Thankfully, nobody hurt, uh, and the only damage, a couple of ejections and probably some fines. Uh, the Mariners play again tonight, starting about 10 minutes ago, so uh, any interest in the Mariners, go uh, watch that. Um, around the league, uh, Albert Pujols reached 3,000 games played yesterday. The Angels fired Joe Madden after their losing streak was brought to 11, uh, and 
God, the Angels suck. That's all I have to say about it. The Angels are just bad at baseball. Anyway, we're going to throw it over to Creed for some soccer. Yeah, so in soccer, we got a great game coming up on Friday with USA versus Granada. USA actually tied Uruguay 0-0 on the 5th, which was a pretty impressive game for USA soccer. Uh, They've been looking uh, like a more and more solid team as time goes by, and they are going to open up against Wales in the World Cup on November 21st, which is going to be super amazing. That's in Qatar, and it's starting so late because of the heat there. Uh, and that's why usually we have the World Cup in the summer, but now we got it in the winter. All right, I'm going to hand it over to Cy for basketball. Yeah, so for basketball right now, we are in the middle of the NBA Finals between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. And so on Sunday, they had Game 2 where the Celtics fell pretty pretty decisively to the Golden State Warriors, 88-107. to And they were neck and neck for most of the game in quarters 1, 2, and 4. It's just in the third quarter, uh, Golden State outscored Boston by about 21 points. And that really led to the difference there. But this is going to be a hotly contested series, and it is tied 1-1 at the moment. I guess um, over back to McLean for some football. Yeah, NFL football. It's the offseason, but offseason football reporting is uh, what this show was built on. And Aaron Donald, you guys remember Aaron Donald? I bet you do. I've heard of him before. Aaron Donald is going to be a rich, rich man. Aaron Donald is now the highest paid non-quarterback in the National Football League. Set to make 95 million big ones over the next two seasons. What would you guys do with 95 million big ones? Well, first let me tell you. (laughs) I would go to Panda Express and I would get the, the plate that comes with three entrees and not two. And I would get triple orange chicken because I can afford it now. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Anyways. And then, then I'd maybe buy some cars. Yeah. <laughs> That's been your five and five, except for it was quick this week, closer to a five and four. It was slow news day, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's not too much to say about the NBA finals. At least it in honestly is like very little sports news overall, it feels like. Like this is the fewest games per day happening this stretch of the year. Because yeah. the only thing that's happening is like everyday basis is baseball. You know, there's two sports that get played multiple times a week going on at once, so that if one's slow, we can talk the other. Um, but because of our the arbitrary rule that I've set for us, where we're going to do like full game recaps during our uh, during our five and five, unless it's like a championship game, um, you know, it makes it hard to fill time. Anyway, I'm I'm done complaining about how hard it is to fill time. Uh, Think on your last four years. We're going to start with sentimental stuff and then get into real sports. Uh, your last four years, what's a sports moment you're never going to forget? Like, just overall? Just from oh, any, any sport. sport. Any sport. Awesome. Sorry to put you all on the spot. but I For me, honestly, it would have to be the Minneapolis Miracle. Oh, yeah. You that, were in high school for that. That was so amazing. Uh, obviously, the Eagles killed us the next game, which was really depressing. But uh, the moment itself was probably one of the coolest things for me, uh, sports-wise. Yeah, no, Minneapolis Miracle, that's going to be pretty tough to beat. I mean, that's probably the Minnesota Vikings' highest moment in the last, you know, two decades. <laughs> Many years, yeah. No, that that was such a great play, yeah. Will, anything you're, anything unforgettable? Uh, The one that's coming to mind is Nick Foles over Tom Brady. In the, I know that was a little bit longer uh, ago. But that counts, that, that counts. That's It was close. 
And that was just such a fun game to watch, especially because I really disliked Tom Brady at that point. That was before I became affiliated with Michigan, and now I think Tom Brady's the best player ever, and I love him. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I was really not going for the Patriots that game, and I was actually pretty surprised the Eagles pulled it off, but it was just a really exciting game to watch. Yeah, Will, where'd you watch that? I watched it at your house. Yeah, baby. Deodorant in my mouth. (laughs) We we sprayed deodorant at Will, and it got in his mouth. Um, (laughs) Yeah. For me, I would say I think right now the sports moment that I remember the most vividly is I remember in the UFC there's this one match where this guy went and he was kicking someone with his shin and just broke in half and it started like Ooh. bending around the guy's leg. That's and yeah, that's yeah, just that's, the, that's the main thing that's I remember. Yeah, that's like kind of a different style of sports memory. Yeah, different style <laughs> of sports memory. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it was entertaining to watch. It was so weird. Yeah. McLean, what's what's your sports memory? The only one that's coming to mind is uh, Samir Lumba. This is a local sports because I was oh, actually there for this. Yeah. Samir Lumba hitting that game winner. Do y'all remember yeah, that? I Creed definitely remember uh, that. What, when was this? So yeah, Creed, the Samiracle. Yeah. <laughs> so Creed uh, doesn't, so uh, it's behind the curtain, Creed doesn't go to our school. Uh, he's... <laughs> Enrolled in one class here, and that class is radio. Uh, he does most of his classes at, like, Bellevue Community College. Um, so he doesn't participate in a lot of the extracurricular stuff going on here, like going to our football and baseball games. And... Wait a sec. Creed, weren't you – that was back when you played, bro. Wait, is, are we talking about the Newport game? No, we're talking about Sammamish. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> you were there, Creed. You were there. I you thought remember? that was a Newport game. No, Samir hit the game-winning field goal. Yeah, I remember that. I was there for the game-winning field goal, but I thought that was Newport for some no. reason. So you mean to tell me that Creed was in uniform and forgot? <laughs> yeah, well, he Dude, forgot who I'm, we were playing. I'm yeah. kind of blocking out that entire season. Yeah, Creed had a bit of a rough season, but... I... Yeah. A bit of a rough season. See, they played me one time and I missed. It's weird. <laughs> Creed, Creed I was, was going to be our kicker, yeah. I was going to open this show with, don't forget me when you're a four-star general, but I think you're going to forget me as soon as I walk out the door. I will not forget. That's completely different, McLean. I will not forget you guys. Aw, thanks, yeah. Creed. Love you, bro. No, after like five years of being made so fun of for being short, you know, I can't forget that. <laughs> so true. So true. So true. No. But, um, so was that against Sammamish then that he got the game winner? Yeah, that was against Sammamish High I mean, that School. was a pretty fun day. Yeah, and I, actually, I do remember that. There's some backstory behind that game. I guess I'll go into it because we got to fill an hour. Um, we got time. Yeah, we definitely have time. So basically, Sammamish was really, really bad the year before, but um, a bunch of like three and four star recruits from Hawaii decided to come and play oh, at I Sammamish High School. Because their season was canceled in Hawaii, and they still wanted to like have some game film to get uh, for colleges. So they came in, and they all joined the Sammamish team, and they became really good overnight. And I think they had this they had this running back named Zeeland Natagi. I don't know what he's doing right now, but that guy was just running all over us. And I remember in that, that game, uh, Z-E-A-L-A-N-D-M-A-T-A-G-I. Oh, it says New Zealand, Minnesota. New Zealand. No, Zealand. I tried so yeah. hard. And got so far. typing skills need some work. I do. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. He's at Dixie, Dixie State, State University. Position running back. Hometown by Hawaii. It's yeah. real. Yeah, it's so real. he came from Hawaii. Five foot nine. He's shorter than Creed. 
Wow, guys, I'm wow. so tall now. Yeah, Creed actually, he used to be really short, and then he had a bit of a growth spurt. So, so Creed, why are you not D1 as a running back? Yeah, well, Creed, why are you this not guy's D1? 198 pounds. Creed, why oh, are you not wow. 198 pounds? He's 198 pounds, pounds and yeah. he's 5'9"? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like 140, and I'm 5'10". Dude, I'm 175, and I'm 6'2". Cool. Yeah. Well, now you guys all know how much we weigh and how tall yeah, we are. I know. Hey, but it's fun that, that was a fun game, um, and I do remember everyone talking about that beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was hyping it up a little yeah. bit. And then after that, we, we got so much confidence going into our Bellevue game, and then we got stomped as usual. Yeah, no. That was that was actually a good team. I wish we had, like, a full season because we, we would have been really good because we had Samuel Gilchrist as well. He was, like, our number one receiver. Who decided to leave for IMG Academy this year instead of playing here? Yeah. Well, I mean, you you gain guys, you lose guys. For example, you lost not only Gilchrist but also Creed. So that's really two of your <laughs> biggest assets, right yeah, there. Yeah, two of our. Yeah, they they both went, and I think this year was just injury plague. But I mean, Samuel's doing pretty good. I think he just graduated. I saw on Instagram. So nice. Congrats, is, is, Do you know if he's going D one? Oh, I think he might be going D. I know he has a D two offer. Okay, because I don't think it's D one. IMG is. Pretty noted for those of you who don't know. It's pretty uh, like renowned for producing D one commits, especially yeah. in sports like football. I know at least on Instagram, he keeps like reposting his friends' commitments. Like a lot of them are going to very good football schools. I think someone someone was going to Miami. Like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean Miami fell off a little bit, but they're still definitely a good school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I actually think I want to change my answer uh, to the sports moment. I'm never going to forget. Uh, because I forgot that I was totally in uniform uh, for football for a season. Um, yeah. Was that your freshman year? My freshman year, I played football. Uh, parts of my sophomore year, too. Um, mm-hmm. But the only time I like actually got in games was in my freshman year. Due to an odd scheduling uh, quirk, we played Bellevue t- C team twice. So our yeah. C team played Bellevue C team. Essentially, our freshmen and like two of our sophomores versus their freshmen and like two of their sophomores. And we beat them twice, mm-hmm. um, but one of the one of the key moments of the game, our starting quarterback uh, got a stinger, which led to our safety having to leave the game to go play quarterback, and I was the backup safety. So they yeah. put me in first play. They throw at me deep, um, and I knock it down, and it's awesome. Highlight of my football career. <laughs> it was awesome. Nice. That's pretty great. It's kind of like sounds like a Rudy thing almost. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. So with Bellevue, like, our C team and their C team are usually pretty evenly matched. Like, we, our yeah. C team beat them this year. But the thing is, their C team is mainly, like, freshmen, and they start just grinding them right after that. Like, they hit weights every day at 6 a.m. Our, our team has started doing that as well. But I think it's just the discipline and also, like, the intense competition and the tradition that Bellevue has that makes them better than us at varsity usually. But I think looking at the new coaches' practice, like me and Creed were in a uh, school parking lot today, and I thought, I mean, it looks pretty similar to what we were doing before, but they have three-hour-long practices, and they watch game film for an hour after practice of practice. Wow. They watch practice film. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, I would yeah, not when made I... it until my sophomore <laughs> year if it was like that. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of us have changed a lot over high school because, like, Looking back as a freshman, McLean, you were starkly different. Very I, different. Yeah. I had short hair. Yeah, he had short hair. You guys can't football. see me. He did wrestling too. That and was eight, that was like middle school though, right? 
No, that was, for wrestling. That was like I don't freshman think, year as well. I did it in freshman year. Yeah. yeah Wait, you, you did, did wrestling freshman year? I did it for, I like, remember, yeah. for like an hour. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No, my, I remember that. My season that did because, not last very long. I, yeah, because yeah. every single person that told me to join wrestling then left wrestling within yeah. the first week. Yeah, actually, yeah. McLean was one of the people who told me to join football. So Sorry about really? that. Yeah, and then he dipped. He left. I dipped. I'm sorry. It hey, at least I had fun in football, though. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Uh, I kept on getting nagging injuries. Then I started yeah. failing school. Then we had a pandemic. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that'll do it. That'll definitely do it. I think a lot of us have been through a lot of like adversity with the yeah. whole pandemic thing. So this is a pretty tough class. Let's get it. Definitely. No. Yeah. yeah. Class of 22 is going to be like running the world someday. Like I think. Next year, the president of every country is going to be from the class of 22. That's right. Every country mm. in the world going to elect a 19-year-old president fresh out of high school. Yep. I'm, I'm calling it. You heard it here first. The United States has already selected Alden Hay with what? their first overall oh. pick. <laughs> so nah, well, look you, forward did, to did that. Did you hear the joke he made at the assembly? I that did. Was so, it was, I don't know. What's the Some joke? of the stuff he ah, makes okay. is pretty so funny. So basically, at our school assembly, we are supposed to get like a couple of dogs to come in, Finley and Guinness, and <laughs> they didn't show up. And so Alden was wearing this fur coat, and he was just like, oh, well, it looks like they were used to make this coat. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, that's so yeah. bad. What a politician. If you guys think Alden Hay is going to be the future president of the United States of America, or if you don't, you can text in your opinion. 206-275-9104 is that number. That's 206-275-9104. Uh, or if you have any idea of who the next president of the United States of America is. Um, Honestly, well, I think from what I've heard, organization-wise, um, the Republican Party is looking to win the next one. I but, think the Republican Party is looking to win everyone. Well, they're looking to win everyone, but they're, it's looking like they're <laughs> going to win the next one, is what I'm saying. Huh, crazy. Yeah. Random question. What what do you think? When do you think an independent might ever be elected? It's literally it's like going to be possible? me in 2024. It's going to be me. You're in running 20... in 2024. Alden Hay in 2023. Are you announcing it right yeah. now? Yeah. I heard they're yeah. moving up the election date uh, to put in a new candidate. So Maybe it'll be me. Maybe. I don't Imagine know. me as president. I would, Will I as president would turn America into Canada. Would you be the president of America or the prime minister of Canada? Uh, both. I would merge them. Would you guys vote for me? Uh, Canada, yes. America, no. I yeah. agree with McLean. I, I don't know if <laughs> yeah, I could would, vote for you in America. in America. I'd be Will slightly scared. I'd vote for Will. I'd vote for Will. I'd be, I'd be slightly scared to vote for Will. I, I appreciate know. that, guys. That's better than what people usually tell me. <laughs> I feel like if I was president, I would just... Well, because I feel like politically I'm very, like... I'm right on some issues, left on others. I don't like taxing people, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the environment's very important. So, I agree with that. I think I think I hope most people agree with that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most people agree with that. But yeah, exactly. News, news tends to show you just the crazy of both. Although, Sai, you are going into business school. You might have to scrap some of that environmental stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Environmentally sustainable business, man. It's a new thing. Exactly. Were, my dad just got these new shoes, and apparently they were made entirely from like recycled plastic bottles. Oh, that's pretty cool. I think I've heard of those actually, yeah. Yeah. That's, so he was he was very excited cool. about that. <laughs> you know, if him. you just put water bottles on your feet, they'll also be entirely made from plastic bottles. Wow, that's shocking. Um Yeah, but they're ugly. <laughs> and I haven't seen your dad's shoes. I've got no reason to believe those aren't. They look kind of like um they don't have any laces. It literally looks like like these two sleeves you kind of put on your leg. And um 
Oh, dude, I've seen like soccer shoes like that. Like, you, you know, like those uh, those Balenciaga ones. Sure. Like the sock shoes, it's like yeah, those, yeah. but like low top. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. All right, so I do want to ask this because we are a sport sports show. Uh, do we have any massive sports news? Any major thing going on, any or like any really on. random obscure sports facts? I do. Yeah. I have the Seattle Thunderbirds playing in the WHL championship. They actually play tonight in Kent. Uh, oh yeah, didn't you say that our graduation is like yeah. messing up the home and away game? Yeah, schedule? It, it does. Uh, usually, I know you're a basketball fan, so you know they they do a four three split, right? Uh, for yeah. the upper seed, and Seattle is the lower seed, so it would have been four three against us, and now it is five to two against us uh, for games in Edmonton, oh, man. which puts us up against even worse odds than we are, considering we already upset two teams just to get to where we are. So we'll we'll see how it works. They're one one so far going back to Seattle. Oh no, I'm afraid McLean has pulled up some pulled up. fancy baseball stats. Oh God! Just like to remind y'all that Dylan Moore has a 122 WRC plus. Okay, uh, I've never heard of Dylan Moore. What is WRC plus for life? those of us who speak English? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in baseball, when you want to win games, you got to score more runs than the opponent. Yeah. Players can get runs by hitting the ball well. Uh, WRC plus stands for weighted runs created plus. Essentially, it balances it. Measures a player's ability to create runs, so their ability to hit for extra bases, take walks, uh, get on base a large percentage of the time, ignores all the screwy stuff like park factors, normalizes the entire league to 100, where, so if you're perfectly average at creating runs, your WRC plus will be 100. Dylan Moore is a utility infielder who made three errors in his first game. He was once uh, a DFA candidate, and he is now... Uh, a 122 WRC plus guy. He's oh, wow. really good. He once wasn't good, and he's now really good. Where's the first story? That's pretty impressive. 120 OPS plus, if you prefer that stat, which is on base plus slugging. It's similar to WRC plus, but not the same. So, what would that comparison be to, like another sport? So, if someone was, let's say, a football fan, uh, and they wanted to know something along those lines of how impressive that 120 is. Imagine if quarterback passer rating were normalized. So if they took all the passes thrown by all the quarterbacks in the league, they ignored all the punters and kickers and stuff who were just throwing like uh, passes on blown up punts and stuff. They took mm-hmm. all the quarterbacks and they uh, averaged out their stat lines to get a sense of what the capital A average quarterback's passer rating would be. They made that 100 and then calculated every individual quarterback's performance based off of that. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah that is impressive. The and- thing thing about baseball is that there are a ton of people with with no time on their hand or with no time, with a lot of time on their hands. Um that I mean, like- yeah, yeah, it is baseball. The games are like obs- obscurely long. Yeah. They're not even all that I'm long. Only- a baseball game is actually shorter than a football game. Yeah, um that's interesting. Maybe like are there less commercials? Uh in baseball, yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably a big factor. NFL football is the but, slowest game in the world, yeah. though. Dude, that's why, like, XFL was so fun, because it was moved so fast. Yeah. And wait, McLean, I got a question. Yeah. So, you said these people have too much time on their hands, so they made all these random stats. So they can make obscure so, stats that yeah. nobody's heard of or cares about. So, how did you learn about all these stats, and how did you learn to care about them? Um, well, reading baseball blogs and uh, watching, like, informative videos about baseball... 
Uh, have you guys ever seen the movie Moneyball? Uh, I've seen part of it, yeah. Okay. It is an amazing movie, and I love it so much. Yeah, so Creed, you know in Moneyball, uh, so Josh Gad's character is telling uh, the GM uh, about like why it matters more when players get on base than when they get hit. Yeah, no, that was a really fun scene, uh, that, just to see all the conversations between That them. kind of kicked off what uh, baseball uh, people are calling the quote-quote stat cast revolution. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Essentially, in baseball, there's a lot of ways that you can do well, and getting hits is just one of them. These stats, all of them attempt to measure other ways to do well, or they'll look at, again, baseball is a stupidly random game. Uh, it's I know it's been a while since any of you have played baseball, but have you ever hit a ball really hard right at somebody? Yeah. 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 There are uh, like expected stats, like XBA and stuff. That will essentially look at your stat line, your contact quality, your exit velocity off the bat, and your launch angle, and uh, figure out if you're a bad hitter or an unlucky hitter uh, beyond your average stats. Um, I love reading about these things because I like getting in arguments about baseball players on the internet. Yeah. Um, and it is fun to be able to pull uh, pull stats like like. Uh, win loss with average team season on players uh, to prove that they would actually be really good if they had the expended playing time, uh, mm-hmm. or if I'm looking to you know justify somebody's good uh, hitting season, I can uh, pull up something like runs from batting versus runs against base running. Uh, I can pull up things like 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 hard hit percentage, uh, line drive percentage, yeah. stuff like that. It's really crazy the amount of stuff you can get into. McLean, I yeah. also have another question. You used to play baseball. I right? did. So, do the players actually care about any of this, or is this mainly like a fan <laughs> and analyst driven kind of thing? Like, well, does, does a player brag about like, oh my, uh, my R <laughs> on my R bat batting runs? Yeah. Um. Do they like? Do they? I guess brag about that, like a player would brag about their points per game in basketball. Depends on the player. There's definitely okay. some that just stick to the boring stats, like batting average, or the even more boring stats, the counting stats. Like, yeah, I've hit two home runs this season. Yeah. Um, but there are definitely uh, some amount of players that uh, will say, like, oh, yeah, my, my war this season, I'm having a three-war season. Or uh, my batting runs, weight, my weighted batting runs is 122, uh, something like that. Uh, where you'll see it more is pitchers. Pitchers love this stuff because a pitcher's job is really simple. It's to throw a ball two or three different ways Mm -hmm. a bunch of times a game. You'll see pitchers bragging about things like spin rate, uh, spin direction, arm slot, uh, weighted deception, which is a really cool stat, essentially judging the release points and arm velocity of two different pitches and, uh, like, how much a batter should be able to tell them apart. It's a really cool stat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they'll look at batted ball data, BABIP, batting average on balls in play, stuff like that. You'll hear pitchers talk all about this stuff. Any pitcher who has access to uh, to these kinds of metrics, anybody for whom the games are looked at with StatCast cameras, loves this stuff. Great Definitely. question, by the way. Thank you for asking. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay. I mean, thinking of other topics to talk about. Well, what do you think the Kraken have to do to be good next year? Uh, okay, a couple of things. I think they need a goal. Te- well, I don't know if they're going to be good, and I don't know if that's what they want to be good immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they need to improve their goaltending. 
That's pretty obvious just looking at the past season. I think they need to draft well, not just this year, but also next year, which I think is projected to have a incredibly strong draft class. So maybe staying at the bottom of the league wouldn't be bad. Um, And then also I think we need to basically just keep up what we've been doing. The team itself is really not that bad. And I think with the addition of Maddie Beniers, we could really be powerful in the next couple of years. Will, what do you think about tanking? Do you have an uh, opinion on tanking? Just tanking in general or, or if the Kraken should do it? Just in general. Uh, well, if, you think, if you've got a strong opinion I, about the I've Kraken, some, you can share it. I've got some strong opinions yeah, about tanking, I'd, but Will, you go. I think tanking kind of ruins the integrity of the game, to be honest. I know the point as a general manager is to win um, at some point in your tenure with the team, and if you're setting yourself up to win five years later and you think you'll still be there five years from now, even after a tank, then... I guess it'll work, uh, but it's really, I don't think it's fair to the fans to make them suffer through that, and I also think it kind of ruins parts of the games in some aspects if teams aren't giving it their all. Yeah. Mm. Sai, what do you think? That's my Yeah, I have a similar opinion. I think that a lot of the enjoyment that we get from sports is just, like, watching people try their hardest and put up a fight, at least. Like, if... Usually, like, when you watch a sports game, if one team is getting really blown out, it's way less exciting than, like, a super close contested game. And if one of the teams just isn't trying as hard, or if they're, like, if the organization is deliberately trying to lose, I think that just, like, ruins the fun of sports. Oh, it definitely does ruin a lot of the fun. I do, however, think that there are scenarios in which tanking can be done well. Like, there are teams who can tank and it's normally teams with strong leadership guys who can sell off veterans acquire young talent as is the universal uh, pedigree of tanking uh and still produce a product that's that's fun you know 2019 mariners were an awful tank attempt but they were fun for about 15 games they went 13 and 2 in their first 15 and they were extremely watchable uh, for those 13 games. They were guys who could hit with power, a starting rotation full of scrubs, uh, you know, ch- chained together a bunch of quality starts. They had veterans. They had trillion-year-old guys like Jay Bruce, Edwin Encarnacion, putting together what looked like the beginnings of career seasons. If you tank right and your team keeps uh, fighting, it's good. Uh, just know that, like, tanking in especially a sport like baseball with long seasons, it can get really boring. I'm thinking, uh, do you guys remember the Miami Dolphins in uh, t- the uh, the Ryan Fitzpatrick year? The Dolphins of course. first, the, the pre-Tua year? When he was their top running back. When Yeah, when Ryan Fitzpatrick led the team in rushing, yeah. uh, and Josh Rosen was like supposedly going to save the Dolphins oh, that season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those Dolphins started out bad, but because of Brian Flores' leadership uh, and Ryan Fitzpatrick randomly having a career season at 36... Uh, they became fun to watch, and those Dolphins, I'd say, were a good tank attempt because they produced, like, not only uh, did they, like, tank effectively enough to get their guy, but they also uh, resulted in watchable sports, like tuning into a Dolphins game after they took Josh Rosen out, tuning into a Dolphins game didn't mean that you were going to watch a blowout automatically, it meant that you had the chance of watching something good. Yeah, definitely. I can I can agree with that. Yeah, um, I think I think some situations tanking is okay, uh, but I don't I don't like it when it's done at the beginning or even the middle of the season. I think if really your whole entire year is just going super poorly, and then it's like the last 
few games of the season, uh, then I can see the reason for why some coaches would want to tank. But if they're tanking even like midway through the season, it, I mean, I mean that just takes the fun out of everything. Yeah, yeah call me uh, Sherman because I'm a tank apologist with an asterisk on it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's pretty funny. Do you guys think your teachers have been tanking in high school? I feel like they have. High school? Okay. So our senior teachers, a lot of them have just been dumping projects on all the kids. Like, I've seen some kids. Like art projects, right? Well, art projects and, like, even, like, see, we, me and McLean and Will, we have, we have it kind of easy because our English teacher is nice. Yeah. Mr. Randolph, the other English teacher, assigned, like, two essays. Wow, real name. You don't care at all. I don't care at all. That's okay. Actually, you know what? We're leaving. What's he going to do? Come to my house and be mad at me? What's he going to do? Family in English? I don't have him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, it's no shade to him, but I'm just saying we have it easy. Like, a lot of the teachers are giving out essays and projects, and it's just like, yeah. I feel like teachers use the end of senior year to assign all the art projects that they didn't get to do because people would complain about it during the year. Yeah, and I think, well, the issue is, though, they're all coming at the same time. Yeah. some people were saying this is, like, the hardest part of their senior year so far. I honestly felt creatively burnt out from school. Yeah. Do you know how many times I felt creatively burnt out from school? One. I had really? an album due. Y'all, I had an album due. I had, I, I'm, I'm in a music tech and production class where the hope was that I could learn how to, you know, produce. But I had to turn in an album full of, like, original stuff. And I released it. And I turned it in. Put it on SoundCloud and everything. You guys should check it out. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, I I just I cannot believe I had an album due. Like that was one of the things I had to do to graduate. That was kind of like a minor plug right there. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Um, uh, I had I had drawings due. You guys yeah. had the drawings too. We had colored pencil drawings, uh, mm-hmm. based on T. S. Eliot's uh love song of J. Alfred Proofrock. Yeah. Oh yeah, that Proofrock poem. Oh my god. So I totally did it. Yeah, I definitely I did do it, and well, I'm not really like more much of a visual artist but i definitely like poetry actually so um i don't know i kind of enjoyed that i just kind of did my own spin on it i did some sketches but um yeah no i have no problem with english assignments but a lot of kids do yeah it's just annoying when you get english type assignments all at once creative burnout is real especially when it's school i i find that really funny yeah no i feel like sometimes when i get creative burnout haha that's a very big surprise but um (laughs) Sometimes I get creatively burnt out. I just think going on a walk and maybe like watching, like sitting on the edge of the Lake Washington usually. That's what I do. It's, it kind of helps out. But yeah. yeah, that was a bit off track. Um, But back to sports, Creed. So U.S. men's national team. Who do you think their best player is and why? Pulisic, 100%. Pulisic? Uh, I mean, first of all, he's kind of the one name that everybody – uh, or anyone who takes a glance at U.S. soccer would know. Uh, mm. I wish, you know, we could say Jordan Morris. That would be really fun to say because, um, you know, he he played here and went to Mercer Island, lived here. But Merce, uh, Morris is pretty good, but Pulisic is definitely the number one. He's playing for Chelsea uh, and has mm. actually done pretty well over there, which most, most people think an American can't really do well in European soccer, which in the past uh, has been somewhat true. But in the more recent years, Americans have started to trickle in into the different European leagues and start to play better and better. So like Weston McKinney's, I believe, mm-hmm. and then Christian Pulisic, uh, two of the best soccer players on the U.S. men's team. Yeah, wait, hold on. 
You said Jordan Morris is. Oh wow, he is on the roster. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, so he's actually on the U.S. men's team roster, which is really impressive. The only issue is that he's pretty injury prone. So he went over and played in Swansea, which is in Wales, uh, and then got injured. I think within his first three games. Oh no! And then came back for like the last two games of the season, and then he was done. Wow! <laughs> so that, it was that like is, that is really unfortunate. Sad. And then at the Sounders, he's been injured multiple times. Uh, apparently, he was extremely. This is kind of a little side note on Jordan Morris, but apparently he was like extremely right-footed, and so he decided to train his left foot. But then he became extremely left-footed, so now he can't, now he can't use his right foot as well. That's, really <laughs> That's like the story that kind of circulates around him. That, that it's pretty like, funny. That sounds like Markel Fultz a bit, if you guys know about him. He for, he's the basketball player, number one overall pick, who forgot how to shoot. But <laughs> seriously, <laughs> yeah, he forgot how to shoot, and he was just breaking everything. But um, <laughs> at that point, he's just gonna dunk all the time, right? He, no, he's not that tall. He's like six three. Well, for basketball, that's not that tall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how tall are you? I'm six two. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying for basketball, like the shortest guys on the court are gonna be about six feet tall. Isaiah um, Thomas punching the air right now. Yeah. Well, he's not that good though. Wow. Whoa. Slander. It's not slander. He's like he's not that good. He got like a one day contract. Yeah. This year, and like he did not play that much. But, um, do you guys think Jordan Morris heard about our high school state championship? If you ever talked to the guys, reach out to anyone, huh. I'm sure that he heard about it. I've seen him at a few MIHS games, really, this year. Uh, I didn't see him this year, but I've seen him before at out. games, so he, he'll like come in periodically and kind of like. You can't really tell it's him sometimes, yeah. But I saw him at a football game once, and that was when he was on crutches actually. Wow, that's so, interesting. He he's on the island every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, I bet he found out while he was like sitting in his hot tub or bathtub or something. Do you guys really think? I do. You think nobody just like sent him an Instagram DM or something? I'm sure people sent him stuff. I'm sure he found out a bit about it. He has family still on the island, so yeah, they totally would let him know. And I'm wondering, like, there's a possibility some of the kids on the team are not kids. Some of the guys on the the MIHS team probably sent him something. Definitely. I wish I was a celebrity because that way I wouldn't have to worry about like keeping in touch with news. People would just send me stuff. I wouldn't have to like read mm-hmm. the news every morning. I could cancel my subscriptions to all the expensive newspapers that I'm totally mm-hmm. subscribed to. Guys, I'm well read. Um, uh-huh. I, you know, I could just open my Instagram DMs and see a bunch of like random no profile picture, 43 follower accounts, you know, asking me to comment on important things, and I wouldn't have to keep up with the news at all. So I wish I was like that. Like like Jordan Morris, but like in general, you know. You so say you want to be a celebrity, pretty much, but like not for like the being famous reasons, because it would be annoying to have people like taking pictures of me every time I'm like going to the grocery. Um, but I mean, McLean, you do you do give off some YouTube star vibes. I no. think you should try it. Oh my goodness, you can make YouTube Dude, videos. Come on, seeing oh. McLean do YouTube videos would be pretty awesome. But I think it would be good. I think time. you'd be good at it. But making YouTube videos, would you guys subscribe to me? Sure. Yeah, sure. I'd subscribe. Would you guys keep watching even once I started, like, a Minecraft SMP or something? I mean, (laughs) I would show you to all of my little second-grade cousins, and they would probably watch you. Yeah, baby, let's go. Yeah, I'll plug you, definitely. can I say something? I got to get going. Okay, Um, bye, Will. Bye, Will. We love you. I miss all of you guys. It's going to be my last time on the station. I was thinking, what do I want my final words to be? 
on 88 Nine the bridge, and I've decided uh, I love Sosa. So true. <laughs> in character. In character. Very in And character. he's gone. Oh, and he's gone. We love you guys you, Will. are never going to hear from Will Pellerin ever again. Wow. Bro is in the wind. Or actually, yeah. wait, you know what I can do? I can play something he pre recorded. We're clapping for Will. Just to, just to screw him up. Should I play something he recorded? No, no, we oh. can't do that to him. That would be let's, so funny. No. That would be so funny of me. I'm so tempted. I'm so tempted. Ah. But yeah, I guess. Oh, and he's no. he's gone. No, he, he's, he's really gone. He's gone. He's in the wind you know, forever. He's gone. Actually, we do we need to mention this. He did get the Nordstrom job. Oh, yeah. yeah. He got the Nordstrom job. Yeah, from job. last he's week. Working he, at Nordstrom he got the right job. Now. Our boy employed. He is employed, yeah. Was it Racker, the actual Nordstrom? I think it was It's actual. the actual Nordstrom. Wow. Dude, that's fancy. That is fancy. And actually, I think uh, the Nordstrom family, their kids go to our school. So that's pretty Seriously? Cool. There's a Nordstrom family? Yeah, yeah. there's a Nordstrom There's also family. a Walmart family. And the Walmart family is planning to buy, I think, the Broncos I saw. Oh, wow. Oh, for yeah, like yeah, $4.5 billion, dollars, right? That's... Yeah, I was looking at the heirs. and I saw is... that. That was crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Dude, imagine being from one of those families... It would be so. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't want to be a celebrity. I want to be the heir to a multinational corporation. <laughs> that I don't sounds want to have to, great. I don't want to have to put in the work to make YouTube videos. I think actually the type of famous I'd want to be, I'd want to be famous like Phoebe Bridgers. You know, I'd want to like make some make some banging music, disappear into the wind, have legions and legions of adoring fans. Um, but also like. I become so... And you just live in a cabin in the woods. I become so synonymous with, like, a certain aesthetic. Like, if Phoebe Bridgers, like, took off the skeleton onesie and put on, like, normal clothes and, like, took off the blonde... It's probably... It's probably dyed. And, like, re-dyed her hair... I, I don't think you'd be able to recognize Phoebe Bridgers. I have Bridgers no in idea who Phoebe Bridgers is. I, I also have no idea. Yeah. She's a musician. Uh, not cool. important. Okay, there's... There's McLean's obscure music knowledge. <laughs> She's not even obscure. She was up for a Grammy. Okay, you guys are just out of the loop. I mean, also, I think, oh, like, yeah. what was his name? Um, it was the guy. He's, like, Jimmy Fallon's, like, band leader. Jimmy Fallon's band leader. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He was up for a Grammy, but no one knows who, knows who well, that yeah, is. Well, yeah, but Phoebe Bridgers was up for album of the year, so. Really? That's pretty impressive. For, for uh, Punisher in 2020, which oh. was. Oh, so that's recent that's enough. recent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you guys, we just live on. We also, just live under a rock. Yeah, yeah. I don't really follow the Grammys. That's understandable. And I mean, Creed just listens to the same like ten songs over and over. No, so. no, no. I have like thousand songs at least on my playlist. Okay, whatever. They yeah. all sound the same though. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I literally have like Enya next to Eminem. <laughs> I'm not hey even guys, kidding. It's confirmed. Creed has Enya on his playlist. Enya it's right next Creed to has Eminem. Eminem on his playlist. I have both right next to each other. It's like Creed is me when I was 11 and I was just discovering Enya that Nem. there was... <laughs> Enya Nem. Enya Nem. <laughs> yeah, extreme Do we got to trademark that? Oh, no. <laughs> Creed, no. Yeah, that should be Creed's like, uh, Enya... like stage name. Enya Nem. Enya Nem. Yeah, I'd I'd go to an Enyanem concert. Enyanem. <laughs> if nothing but to like heckle Creed, like to throw beer bottles at him and yell, <laughs> yeah. and yell play Freebird after every song. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Uh, I love how we're ending our sports show. Oh yeah, with talking about Phoebe Bridgers. I mean, we can, we can end it. We can end it on a better note. What would you think is your personal favorite moment while you were playing sports? I think McLean already kind of did. I it. went. But yeah, Creed. What about you? Me. Uh. Honestly, one of my favorite, I don't know if this is like the favorite of mine, but I had a match uh, a little while ago in Kinko uh, where if I won it, 
I would move on to regionals, uh, which ended up taking place in Oregon for some reason. And uh, so I was down uh, zero to five, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, two to five with only two minutes left in the match. And then uh, off the whistle, I, I caught the guy uh, and then uh, was able to pin him with seven seconds left. So yeah, I ended buddy. up coming from behind, got him in what my every year the wrestling team has specific moves called milkshake moves, uh, where if you can hit them, then you get a milkshake at the end of the season uh, because they're the type of move that if like you very rarely can hit them, uh, you don't really catch people off guard. But yeah. I was able to get one, uh, flipped the guy on his back and pinned him with seven seconds left. So that was pretty awesome. So what did you do? Did you like cockroach cradle the guy? I got to know what you did. It was a lap drop. Lap drop. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. No, that it was, I actually got a video of it. It was pretty sweet. So that's dope. Yeah. No, job, but it was really fun. And then I ended up getting fifth in the tournament in Kinko, which is pretty awesome. Nice. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. I, I didn't do well in regionals, but that's okay. You got the fourth loser, fourth loser. <laughs> yeah. Fourth loser. I'll take it. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Easy win. Tell you what, Creed, if you go to Air Force Academy and you're the fifth best pilot there, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I would love to be the first best pilot, though. Yeah, well, we Definitely. can't all have what we want. I'd like to be Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> I'd like to be Phoebe Bridgers, but every day yeah, I wake maybe up. You, maybe you will be. you got to believe in yourself. That's just Maybe you thing. will be Phoebe Bridgers, McLean. <laughs> one yeah. of these days. One of these days. Maybe I'll... you'll be similar. You, you have to be yourself, but maybe you'll be similar. That's true. Cy, what's your favorite moment in sports that you played? That I've played? Um... I mean, I would have said, actually, our final game of my junior year, just saying goodbye to the seniors and having that atmosphere. Oh, that was so great. Um, and I think also, like, as a senior, just saying goodbye to everybody. Th- those were two moments that I really loved because it kind of, like, showed the camaraderie and, like, the team. Uh, but I would have to say this is a miracle in terms of pure ah. sports. We all just rushed the field and started, like, celebrating. It was awesome. Cheating. We Ripped talked mine. about it earlier. Ripped game mine. field goal. That was so cool, though. I'll say this. Yeah. That is a great pick. That like Definitely. I, These open-ended questions don't have objective right answers, but you have the objective right answer. Yeah, uh, for sure. Does it count if I'm broadcasting it as playing it? Hmm? If I'm calling the game, does it count? Sure. Okay, so I've actually, uh, through 88.9 The Bridge, I've been, quote, quote, involved in some pretty important sports moments. I ran board for both of girls lacrosse's uh, state championships and our boys lacrosse state championship from freshman year. Oh, wow. So technically, I'm a three-time champion lacrosse. Well, <laughs> Congratulations, okay. no, We're, we're not going to say it counts that you played in those games. Whatever. You you called them, yeah. I cannot believe I, I was involved in two uh, Joe, girls uh, Joe state Buck championships. Joe Buck is not a eight, nine-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, whatever. You're just a hater. Size just a hater. Yeah, I'm just a hater. Anyways, yeah. uh, so on the mic, when I was on the mic for baseball last season, uh, pandemic season, we played a meaningless baseball game, uh, and my favorite moment was uh, watching uh, Jack Varney, who was hitting down in the lineup, uh, rip a double up the gap to bring the game closer. We wound up mm-hmm. losing the game, but it was just – it was the uh, hardest hit – baseball i've ever seen in my life and that includes like all the mariners games i've ever been to wow he smoked this thing i thought for sure it would burn a hole in the outfield wall if it hit um it was awesome it was great to be on the on the mic for i think that's my favorite moment yeah okay and then i guess we will just segue into final words let's just go creed mclean and then me final words yeah final words on the radio 
Final words on the okay. So I'm 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 coming back at nine o'clock tonight. I got I got more words. No, I got I got stuff too. Oh. I, got, I got more so words. Si, I got, words. This is just your last this words. This is just my last words on the radio. Your last words, okay. Si. Well, I just want to say thank you to Joe and to you guys for giving me this opportunity to be on the radio. I'm never going to forget it. I'm always going to tell people, yeah, I was on the radio. I'm Stephen A. Si. Let's get it. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, Yeah, this has just been a wild ride. We won that golden microphone, and it's been awesome to just have fun, talk about basketball on an actual radio station. So um, I guess this is Sai Papavit for the last time signing off on 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you. KMH Mercer Island. Um, yeah. Well, thanks, thanks, Sai. Um, I guess that uh, that brings this water break episode to... The final episode to a close. Yeah, somewhat of a close. Uh, for the last time ever, uh, stay tuned. You see, I ran into this problem. I'm going to you know, interrupt myself. We should probably like come back in 10 years from now and just do like a like Re- an extra one. Tour. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt myself. I ran into this issue uh trying to end the Rutabaga yesterday. I couldn't plug future episodes because there were no future episodes to plug. I don't know what to do in the outro. Um f- keep listening on 889 the bridge. Uh the 16-hour broadcast continues. Uh Creed and I'll be back, but that is the last you've heard from Sai Papavith. Uh, thank you for listening to 88.9 The Bridge. Stay tuned.